0: December 9th, and now as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, we begin our reading for the first time today in the book of Revelation, chapter 1, verses 1 through 20. Let me uh, say a few words about uh, the book of Revelation. John was a Roman prisoner on the Isle of Patmos when uh, God gave him this revelation of Jesus Christ. The book reveals Jesus Christ, the priest-king, the judge of the churches the Creator, the Redeemer, the Lord of History, the Conqueror, and the Bridegroom. The key name for Christ in this book is the Lamb. John never lets you forget that Jesus died for the sins of the world. Now, another key word is throne. It's used over 40 times. The Revelation describes the conflict between the throne of the Lamb in heaven and the throne of Satan on earth. As John writes, He depicts worship in heaven and warfare on earth. And the Lord is the victor. Listen, no matter how dark the day or how strong the forces of evil, the Lamb of God wins the victory. The key verse is in chapter 1, verse 19. John is told to write, "...the things which you have seen, and the things which are, and the things which will take place after this." Revelation chapter 6 through 19 parallels Matthew 24 and Mark 13 in describing the day of the Lord or the tribulation. While good and godly people disagree on the details of interpreting John's numbers and symbols, most do agree that the last days will be marked by the increase of evil, the rise of a world government and world ruler, the attempt of Satan to destroy God's people. The pouring out of God's wrath on a rebellious world, and the return of Jesus Christ to deliver his own and establish his kingdom. Well, as uh, you listen, don't get lost in the details, but uh, try to see the big picture. And keep in mind that John wrote this book to encourage believers who are going through persecution. Revelation is the climax of the Bible, the fulfillment of what God started in Genesis. And in chapter 1, we'll see that before John describes end-time events, he describes the Lord Jesus and reminds you and me of who he is and what he has done. According to verse 5, he is the faithful witness, the prophet, the firstborn from the dead, the priest, and the ruler over the kings of the earth. In other words, he's king. He's also the Savior who has made his people a kingdom of priests. Never forget that Jesus shed his blood for you and that his blood cleanses, redeems, and overcomes. Now, when John was in the upper room with Jesus, he he leaned on Jesus' bosom. But when he saw the glorified Christ, he fell at his feet as a dead man. Like John, we must begin with worship if God's revelations in this book are uh, to have any meaning whatsoever to us. One day there shall be no more death, because Jesus has conquered death. When you know Him as Savior and Lord, you need not fear the future. He has the keys in His hand. And with that, let's begin our reading now in the New Testament in the book of Revelation. December 9th, Revelation chapter 1, verses 1 through 20. This is a revelation from Jesus Christ which God gave him concerning the events that will happen soon. An angel was sent to God's servant John so that John could share the revelation with God's other servants. John faithfully reported the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ, everything he saw. God blesses the one who reads this prophecy to the church, and he blesses all who listen to it and obey what it says. The time is near when these things will happen. This letter is from John to the seven churches in the province of Asia. Grace and peace from the one who is, who always was, and who is still to come, from the sevenfold spirit before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness to these things, the first to rise from the dead, and the commander of all the rulers of the world. All praise to him who loves us, and has freed us from our sins by shedding His blood for us. He has made us His kingdom and His priests, who serve before God His Father. Give to Him everlasting glory. He rules forever and ever. Amen. Look, He comes with the clouds of heaven, and everyone will see Him, even those who pierced Him. And all the nations of the earth will weep because of Him. Yes. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord God. I am the one who is, who always was, and who is still to come, the Almighty One. I am John, your brother. In Jesus we are partners in suffering, and in the kingdom and in patient endurance. I was exiled... To the island of Patmos for preaching the word of God and speaking about Jesus. It was the Lord's day and I was worshiping in the Spirit. Suddenly I heard a loud voice behind me, a voice that sounded like a trumpet blast. It said, Write down what you see and send it to the seven churches, Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. When I turned to see who was speaking to me, I saw seven gold lampstands, and standing in the middle of the lampstands was the Son of Man. He was wearing a long robe with a gold sash across his chest. His head and his hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were bright like flames of fire. His feet were were as bright as bronze, refined in a furnace, and his voice thundered like mighty ocean waves. He held seven stars in his right hand, and a sharp two-edged sword came from his mouth, and his face was as bright as the sun in all its brilliance. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. But he laid his right hand on me and said, Don't be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one who died. Look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and the grave. Write down what you have seen, both the things that are now happening and the things that will happen later. This is the meaning of the seven stars you saw in my right hand and the seven gold lampstands. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. Psalm 128, verses 1 through 6. This song parallels Psalm 112 and reminds us of the blessings God sends when you fear the Lord and walk in obedience to His Word. God will bring you enjoyment in employment. So that your work will be a blessing and not a curse. Your work will be a ministry for the Lord. And God will bless you at home, beginning at the heart of your home, your spouse, and touching everybody else around the table. Your home will be a fruitful garden, not an ugly desert. The blessing will then spread to the city and the nation. And it will go from generation to generation. Psalm 128, verses 1 through 6, a song for the ascent to Jerusalem. How happy are those who fear the Lord, all who follow His ways. You will enjoy the fruit of your labor. How happy you will be. How rich your life. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine flourishing within your home. And look at all those children. There they sit around your table as vigorous and healthy as young olive trees. That is the Lord's reward for those who fear Him. May the Lord continually bless you from Zion. May you see Jerusalem prosper as long as you live. May you live to enjoy your grandchildren. And may Israel have quietness and peace. Proverbs 29, verse 18. When people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. But whoever obeys the law is happy.